is it. On the 30 meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot for Manasseh. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Hello and thanks very much for tuning into this week's episode of the Irish NRL show coming to you live and direct on Anzac Day. Um delighted as always to be joined by the Tash. How are you mate? Y'all good? Not too bad. Not too bad, bro. Good, 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 good. We have a I suppose a new addition to the show this week, so we're gonna kick things off with the power rankings. We will then go on to the usual four tackle and then this week the round nine matchups. So without much further ado, I'm going to jump straight into the power rankings. So just to briefly explain it from our point here is we're going to go through the live table as things stand. We're going to say if it's reflective and either move sides up, down, or leave them where they are. Then moving forward week to week, we'll base it off the previous week's power rankings. So without much further ado, it 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 makes sense to maybe start at the bottom table because it's a nice easy one to begin with. <laughs> It's West, <laughs> it's West, and I'm gonna go with unchanged. I think we'll leave yeah, them. I think the, the 18th team that's coming in is probably ahead of them. Yeah, this yeah. Year. I'm pretty sure the West Bears are ahead of them, as are the Western Australian Reds and <laughs> the Newtown Jets. And I know there's a bit of spirit in them last week, but you just don't know where they're gonna go from here. Yeah, spirited defeats are. Uh, they're still defeats, fortunately. So. Yeah, still, yeah. Um, so we'll leave the West where they are at 17. 16 is maybe a slightly unlucky when you consider injuries and the doggies. I'm just one. I think, as you say, injuries are key in this in this ranking. I think that when they lost so many backs, it just shows you how how shallow they are in the backs. I know they could get away with a few forwards, but in, in the backs, they're very, very tight with, with good, good players. Like, yeah. So... I think it's it's a it's an okay area. So would you slide them up? Would you slide them down? No, I think we we keep them there. Keep them there. Um, yeah. Next up in fifteenth is the Cowboys, and I know we've discussed at times that they've been not the side they were last year. That being said, I'm just looking straight ahead at the side above them, which is the Dragons, and I'm going to say nearly we swap them out. I would say I'd nearly rather see the Dragons at fifteen. And the Cowboys at fourteen, especially after the win at the weekend. Like now, I know the Dragons were good today, but mm. but uh, your your playing side is not great either. Like I think the the Roosters, wherever they're ranking in this power ranking, they, they might be sliding down a little bit after today's performance. Yeah, fair. So are we happy to to swap. Yeah, to shift up. Yeah. Perfect. Um, moving on up at thirteenth, it's probably the the most disappointing side in the comp and that would be para mm, nothing well they, they had a good win there at the weekend but oh no they didn't they got battled didn't they yeah. like they got they're, they're like they're like the cowboys they're like the canterbury they're just not performing like they, and they still have 
The only loss they nearly have is is your hooker like, mm. from last year. And you've brought in someone you thought was a marquee signing. Yeah, true. Yes, sorry. Well, <laughs> yeah, you add it to your team like so. But uh, they're just not. They're just not flowing. I think it is as you said last week. It is the hooker change. I think if you have two really demanding running halfbacks, and then you have a hooker that wants to slow everything down to suit him a bit, it affects the whole team. I think so. I think you're not going to slide them. Well, I don't think we can slide them down. I think we, we keep them where they are for this week. Yeah, I don't think they've. they've I, could, I can't see them like being pushed back to the Cowboys, but I don't see them going any further where, where they are. Like. Yeah, no, I, t- I tend to, to lean into that as well. <laughs> Next up, obviously at 12th, it's, it's probably my uh, angriest side, to be honest with you, or my, my worst taking up. It's the Knights. I. think their position of 12th is probably reflective they've had some good performances of late but they haven't just got the results in are they a better team with Panga <laughs> I don't know I don't, I don't. <laughs> with the return of Jeremy this week it wasn't great though his return like yeah no like look like there, there was on. glimpses there was there was glimpses look, don't don't get me wrong I thought no they did they did put it up to the Cowboys I think I thought they put it up to the Cowboys very well. Yeah, like. we've, I suppose we've, you're, you're talking about a side we are happy to have in 14th, and they've, and they've only Oh, yeah, it. there's no difference. Like, as we said, like Parramatta, the Knights, maybe the Titans now as well, they'll yeah. all be staying where they are, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, this one is probably a bit emotional given the, the news today, but we've got the Raiders at 11th. And I'm going to say, I know they're on a bye in the weekend, and they only just had their second win just before the bye. But I'm going to say we push them up to the 10th. The reason being is the Titans... Emotional support, is it? Look, I'm, I'm happy to be, be talked down off this ledge, but the reason being is the Titans showing who they were against the Broncos and then threw away... You, you can't throw away a 26-point lead and not suffer yeah, the, the consequences. So I'm going to say... Yeah. Look, t- we slide them up one, and the Titans, you're coming. Even on a bye week, even on a bye. Look, it's power rankings. It's not. It's, this is not like what they they are uh, right now. This is what we believe their place is adequate in the table, given what's gone on before. So, yeah, don't worry too much about it. Um, ninth, that side you wanted to chat about the Roosters. <laughs> they can go down further if they want. They, oh, it's. Uh, the week that's in it like we thought Manu might do something special and arguably he, he was better than he was but uh, they're a team that don't know how to get going yeah when the, when the glimpses like, they have so much talent like on the field when you see it down paper like the talent they have on that field for a rugby league side is ridiculous but then they go out and play the way they play it's just it's yeah, it's look. We we've chatted about it kind of re- in recent weeks, but it is like at what point do we start to get concerned that maybe they're just not going to rally? Mm. Yeah, we're like there's only so many changes, and especially when Daniel Tubo dropped out there today with a hamstring injury, yeah. you think probably Walker's going to come back in, and Man is going to set a good centre like, and then you're in trouble again. Like you're starting from scratch again. Like so, I don't know how this experiment finishes. <laughs> But it's 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 more of a tinkering than the 
I don't know how 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 is he going to describe this or how is he going to talk himself out of this Trent Robinson this week. No, me neither. Um, yeah, look, I'm happy to leave them unchanged, and and, and they're being yeah. saved by the sides below them. To be very to be very frank and honest, um, and that takes us up to the Pride of Redcliffe, the Finns. Finns up. Um, Finns up is right. Yeah, look, I mean, e- epic, epic comeback, phenomenal season. Um, how do I grade it? How do I grade it? I think like the Warriors played well today. Um, yeah, they're a tough team to beat. Now. It, it took it took Melbourne everything to beat them. Wise man, wise men were saying this time a year ago they won't beat themselves. And do you know, yeah. I think <laughs> where are they place now? <laughs> where are they now? Um, still here. Live and direct, beat Benji. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say we we interchange both the Warriors and the Dolphins. Let's slide the Dolphins up to to seventh, um, and the Warriors down to eight. It's not, it's it's a minor demotion. I don't think it's Warriors fans to be too. Just with the results that happened over the weekend, you think? Yeah, you're right with that. Um, perfect, and that brings us on. To the storm, who look, it's not been a classic storm season, but I do think I'm comfortable with them at sixth. Yeah, yeah, especially with the the losses they had in, in that. Not even this year, like last year. You think about the players they lost last year as well, like Hines. Uh, it's it, It's the four like pack. Them boys as well. it's Yeah, it's the the, the they have massive losses the last two years, and they're still able to sit in sixth and be happy. Like. Yeah, and, and just put it up to size, which Yeah, the fight is unbelievable. Like they they'll never say die, like you they're never bet like. Yeah. Um Which it could have been easy for them to roll over there today this morning, like but they just kept on fighting through. Fighting through and, and like, when you have players like Munster are able to do what he does, it's it's a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm 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 fully in agreement. Um Yeah. Moving on, Sharks in fifth. I think these may might be one of our. I think they're going to be one of our risers, but it's not going to result in the side above them dropping down. Um, yeah. I'm going to say I would move the Sharks up to fifth. The reason being, look, there's a lot of injuries at the start of the season. They're obviously missing Nico through the injury and then through some personal factors. So I think reflective of what that side is and I know they kind of maybe were slow I think I'd be very happy to see that side in fourth yeah um, which brings me to probably the biggest mover for me um, I think I'm in the same boat as you I think <laughs> I think the bunnies I, I, I know they've not been as consistent big win against uh, Permit on the weekend I think the bunnies right now and I'm, it's so big to change at the second best side in the comp well with the, with the way they, they took the Panthers not apart but but didn't make it easy on the Panthers like I could put them I know the Broncos are the Broncos but they had a very easy seven games nearly most of them at home so we'll see in the next eight games what will happen with the Broncos but I could put them up first if, if after that yeah yeah, I could. I just think it's it's given like we've had kind of the poor performance against the Roosters. We've it's not been just a marquee season just yet for the Bunnies, but I think they're they're getting better week on week. 
somehow. I just think a game like that will 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 put them in great stead like for the rest of the yeah like beating the Panthers like. Yeah, um, I do think as a result though of putting the Rabbitohs up to second and putting the Sharkies up to fourth, that means Manly dropped to fifth. And I think given how inconsistent they've been, bearing in mind they struggle to beat the Tigers. They, mm. I know they bet, they bet the Storm, but it's a struggling Storm. They were shellacked by, by Penrith. They drew at Newcastle. I don't think, as you say, as this power rankings goes on, I don't think the table matches no. the power rankings. It's and if you put four against five with with uh, Roost, oh, with South against Manly, I think Man, oh, South come out five times out of five. Yeah, yeah, I, and I think, um, well, South have already beaten them 13 12, I think it was. It was a one point game, it was a, it was a classic game. Um, yeah, and then I suppose just no changes for me then in Penrith happy to leave them at third uh, think they can improve but happy with how that fares out and then the Broncos look I'm happy to leave them unchanged for now at top just with seven wins from one after seven wins one last yeah. now they have to be up right? yeah. so just to quickly run through it and make sure we're happy um, Broncos unchanged at one Rabbitohs massive sliders up to second Penrith no change at third Cronulla, slight increase up to fourth. Manly, massive drop down to fifth. Melbourne, unchanged in sixth. Quick little substitution between the, the Finns and the Warriors between seventh and eighth. Roosters, unchanged at nine. The Raiders, sliding up to ten. How I managed to convince you on that, I do not know. Uh, Titans dropping down <laughs> to 11. To the emotional day for me, that's all. To 11th. Uh, Knights and Para unchanged, 12th and 13th. Slight substitution between the Cowboys and the Dragons between 14 and 15, and then the bottom two of the Doggies and the Wests for this moment in time at least unchanged and 17. So that is the debut appearance of the Power Rankers. Again, a nice little sexy graph up on the socials as well if you're not following us, mid season slump on Instagram. Nice little plug there. And too much time in your hands. Too much time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually have no time. Department. It's Everton's a man's man. Everton's treated with the same level of yeah. panic and ferocity. Um, yeah, but I suppose let's move on to the main crux of the show for tackle, and I think it is yourself to deputize. Yeah, well, arguably top point of, of the week the Dolphins' comeback. Yeah, fantastic. A ridiculous game on Sunday. Like, the Titans were 26 points up with 28 minutes gone in the game. Like, for all for anyone who's looking at it, you're probably switching it off going, these boys are gonna get towed up. And then the Dolphins get to life. They score twenty eight on answer points. Robert Jennings went from hero to villain to, to hero again, which is ridiculous. But just the way uh, Bennett has this team going. They're never saying they work for each other. Cathusi was in there absolutely rapping lads, tackling like just putting on shots. Like I think there was was it uh, the first try for the hooker for the Titans uh, uh, Ford put a ball in, in back into uh, Brimson but he absolutely got rattled by Kafusi like <laughs> Kafusi was up 
and I don't inform ran down that channel again after no. that. <laughs> I think there's a lot of short balls to the bigger men after that. It, it, it makes you think about it. Like, that, my friend, is a business decision and it's a wise business decision. Um, yeah. Especially when you get to a certain age, yeah. you're like, no. And you're as injury prone as, as Warren is, I suppose. But, uh, you know, it was fantastic. And look, it, it spoke levels to the returning players. We, we kind of had touched on it um, in the preview last week. Just like those players are huge I and mean, look it's almost as if Bennett's like a super coach I don't know if, if anyone's ever thought that but I, I generally would, would believe he, he's a super coach <laughs> no but um, as, as everyone says the next team let him coach that as well as I'm saying. Yeah, I just can't <laughs> whatever the new team coming in the, the, the strangest thing is that we thought not us but I mean as a as a rugby league viewing public thought Bennett was going to be a mess in Redcliffe like as in we, we doubted him it's 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 almost at the level of this of expecting the storm side to not be competitive yeah I think you'd love to see like someone take a chance as a marquee player I know he, like the, uh, obviously he's not going to be there for a long time so that's why I think he's not getting his marquee player up there the chance to play with him or to be coached by him is a very short window to, to be coached by him like, that being said I would say there is a 5-8 in South Sydney with not an awful lot of time left that, w- that loved him and the news today yeah. <laughs> doesn't have that that's, and that's <laughs> kind of why I got double that. down on that yeah a way out from him especially yeah uh, and he, he's from up there is he? Or I, I he think he's Queensland I don't know if he's Redcliffe yeah. but I, he's, he's quite rural in Queensland so yeah he's a country boy like, so. yeah so look um, no I think like the Dolphins are going to be for anyone coming at them this year. Like, I think you, you can't catch your chickens before you play them. Like, so no. it's going to be scary, especially up there. Suncorp Stadium um, is going to be yeah. the the mecca for them. And they've had so many. They've had so many of these time has gone, but they've had so many of these like benchmark wins. Like, obviously, the first day they beat the Roosters, and then they've had this, and mm. then they've had some slug. Yeah, coming ones. like yeah, that that special victory yeah. coming back from twenty six down like that's just dragging lads up <laughs> and come with me like yeah um, yeah no absolutely phenomenal stuff right moving on South Panthers did this give us an early insight into this year's premieres it gave you more of an insight of where the Panthers mm. are I think that they're not the team they were and this will bode well for other teams coming down to play them I think I, I, now it's going to be great for Souths and for uh, Jason Dimitro like going forward in the, in the season but it gives it gives other teams just that little bit of doubt that the Panthers are there for the team like. yeah and I think the, the Panthers have kind of been look let's like I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say this the, the Bunnies have been coming they've been coming for the last few years Um. And I, and I just think Penrith was that kind of hump and I think this win is bigger for them than just competition points or, or just beating a, a top side I think they now know they can beat Penrith like that was as close to a full strike Penrith side as you're, you're probably really going to get I know there's a few names you, you could list Lee Martin not fully fit you could uh, Fisher yeah but I, I mean it, it was close enough and I think we 
Yeah, look, I, I, I agree. It probably showed us more of where Pembroke are than where Souths are. But I just think the reason why we pushed Souths up to second in the power rankings, circling back, magic, um, <laughs> is because I think Souths are getting better week on week. And it's kind of like what we've touched on with the Roosters, that they're, they're building to, toward the right part of the season. I know it's week nine, but Souths are ramping up, starting to slowly ramp up now. I would, like, the counter to that is we're probably not affording Penrith the same luxury we're affording the Roosters um, in that maybe Penrith are going to, to rally towards the end of the season I just think the issue with, with Penrith is kind of success fatigue um, those players have gone to Wells so often in the last few years this would be what fourth grand final in a row yeah it's an incredible ask throw in COVID in those years throw in a World Cup in those years the World Cup especially this year I think is going to be a big big hangover for the likes of the main lads and they'll be going into the larger camp then as well like, yeah and in the next few weeks like, and the majority not the majority but the spine of this team will be going into larger camp absolutely and they've had so many losses to origin over the years like even if you look at some of those players that have moved on like Appy, yeah. for example, and the buzzers right. just. So the next one then is the uh, Turbo's injuries mountain. I think with the injury he had at the end of last year, and his, we all looked at his rehab and stuff like this in America. Uh, was it too early for him to come back with so many changes to his running style and stuff like that? I just think, like I know he got cleared for a major injury, but it was a spasm in his back, which is not a good look. It's it's just a volume of um, the volume of injuries. I just I just don't see it's it's all soft tissue injuries. It's I, I I feel for Tom. I kind of the only person I can describe him to him, and I'm going a bit way off with this is is, is Derek Rose. I don't know if you remember Derek Rose, an NBA player, youngest M- MVP in NBA history mm. and he was lights out this Chicago Bulls this, yeah this fellow was going to take over the league and then he started injuring himself and he just couldn't stop and the way it was described to me it was is as if someone had naturally put a Maserati engine into a Fiat 500 he was just too powerful for his body he wasn't small by any means he was 6 foot 1 6 foot 2 but in the NBA it was small but he was so powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the I same kind of, as, yeah, Turbo. Turbo takes off and terrible. its body is left behind you sometimes. It's, it's like that, that footage we had once where he tore his hamstring, tearing off on a drunk race down the street. Mm. Like, just sometimes you just feel like this bloke is just, we're never going to see his full potential because... He can go zero to a hundred <laughs> very, very quickly. In a phone box. In a phone box. And now the one thing you would say is, We've, we all know players in, in a multitude of sports that get injured and don't come back the same player mm. the amount of injuries the one thing you, you would say is he always comes back the same player yeah it's, it's, it's mad how much like and the dedication he has to get back to where he was like mm-hmm. but I just think that such a drastic change to his running skills and, and the way he stops if you look at his warm up like even in the video on YouTube they were giving him a whole new warm up and stuff like that and you can see it in the games like before the games they're looking at him and he's doing all these moves but I just think that 
to have such a drastic change in your running scale on your running style and stuff like that i think it takes a little bit longer than than coming back from an injury and then starting this again like maybe a season out <laughs> would be i don't know would be to his benefit yeah i don't know what i think he's a long enough uh, contract with manny still so i'm gonna actually say something here that's quite controversial but we have seen players go away and come back and not be much long, like Valentine Holmes is somebody who brings to mind he went off tried the NFL thing didn't work out came back and arguably he's, he's pretty much the same player the game may have moved on and that's where he's maybe dropped down the pecking order but he's the same player and there's always talk of Tom going to AFL because of his height and I wonder would it be an astute move by Manley to let him go to AFL that's maybe not as explosive it's more field than kicking a year with many major injuries you, you run the risk he might not come back but I don't think it's the end of the world do a Carmichael hunt job on it yeah yeah well Carmichael didn't come back in a set of cups <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no I think yeah uh, no, you could be right that a break in the game or something but uh, it's it's yeah, I thought it was just too soon the way like there's been three or four injuries now it's only eight games into the league like to, yeah. for him to come back and, and they'd be so injury prone it's not I a good look for the rest of your career like no well it hasn't been a good look for a long time but with, with Torbo unfortunately and Burbo seems to be kind of going off in a similar vein but look maybe not quite the player Tom is um, moving on and look it's, it, it's a manly theme um, we've moved them down we have to add some conjecture um, I suppose I know ultimately that they did come up with the chocolates on the weekend but given the performance in Ma- is Manley's inconsistency is it something that can be fixed or are they just going to be inconsistent all season and are they going to drive us up the wall I think with the half issue they have so with, with uh, oh what's the name the Schuster. Schuster, sorry uh, with him coming in and out of the team, like, and then they have uh, John's uh, young fellow there as well, yeah. and then they had that other fellow there that they debuted in front of uh, Cooper John's there last week. I don't mm-hmm. think Zebo or uh, Anthony Zebo knows what his partnership is like, especially with Cooper being so good in preseason and then not giving them the game where he could have just went on, but. Uh, I think it's that it, I think it's that ultimately the halves and losing your full back every second week your turn <laughs> yeah yeah um, like the, the Manny's Manny's pack have a bit of bite in this year well they do they arguably have the form second row and an absolute chew in for origin in all the too. Um and then you have the like of Jakey just chopping lads Jakey like Josh Alloway I always think is always a very underrated he does his job very, very well. Yeah, and then yeah, you've got some nice pieces in that. Like we've talked about, I suppose we've we've said that maybe I know Alakwati probably jumps up the average, but it probably is the the biggest pack. Mm. Um, arguably, um, there's some big, big bodies, some big, big boppers, and they all got hands. Yeah, they're all footballers. Like they're all strangely all footballers. Yeah, um, and look, maybe it's it's the um specific influence mm. in that manly kind of forward pack because they all are um, in some way or line um, 
online obviously Barjaki who is uh, who's as thumbs up as you can be um, you wait bro you wait Jakey <laughs> J- Jakey two tones. Yeah, that's it. Um, what a, what a bloke. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, I think that's a great shout that it is that the half shopping and change. And does it show any sign of a baiting eight weeks in? You think you'd know your half parent eight weeks in? Well, I thought we all thought that if Schuster wasn't going to make it, that Cooper would have been de- stamped yeah. on with his performance over preseason. But to to, to not even back him in a in a again a must win game. Two weeks ago, like to give someone the, the keys to the the, the Ferrari, like yeah, but just I think Sebo. I know he has a team going well and stuff like that, but if he doesn't get who's his second and stamp him in, they're gonna have problems and they're gonna be, as you say, erratic as shit. It's kind of probably it's it shows you the two phases of Seabold. So when things are going well. It's the bunnies under Seabold. When things are not going well, it's the Broncos under Seabold. And I think that's probably as fair as we're going to get it. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think, I think yeah, the coaches will have to answer for <laughs> this. <laughs> that he needs to put his head out and, and just back someone. Yeah. Fair. Well, the Tiger has just gone. So the next one then is the Tigers. Who can we see the Tigers getting a win the next six games? This weekend. So who we have, and I call them out to the next six games. This weekend. So the Panthers oh, away, we call it. We call it. The Dragons at home, Souths away, Cowboys at home, then we have a bye, then we have the Raiders at home. So who are the them five teams in the next six rounds, do you think, is arguably the one that's going to give them the less problems? Of those home fixtures... So we have the Dragons, Cowboys, and Raiders. Which of them is a Sunday afternoon in Leicester? Because that is when the Tigers are at their absolute best. That's the question. I didn't get them fixture so, results. A, a Sunday arrow in Leicester. Whenever they get that, I'm telling you, they're, they're, there's, a, there's a chance. All I'm saying is there, it's like that meme. There's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. I just think like yeah. I know that you were saying that Manny but I think Manny's inconsistency is probably the key to the Tigers running them close at the weekend more than yeah. the, the, the fight that the, the, the Tigers have like um, I know there was a bit of uh, rowiness in the game like I, I heard that it was a Pac-Man or the, the half got spat in the face well supposedly he alleged that someone spat in his face and then wouldn't back it up or continue on with it but yet he was heard and arrest Mike accusing someone of this which I think if you're not going to go follow through with it just keep your mouth shut yeah <laughs> why would you make an accusation like that and then um, I'm just looking through their fixtures I, do you know what I, I, I think it could be I I look at their next you had said what the next six or five the, well it's the next six weeks but there's a buy in the fifth week so Okay. Okay. So, I would think. Look, statistically speaking, if they're gonna get a win, let's say the next six games, St. George, it's the Cowboys, and it's the Titans, mm. and you're looking at one of those having a a bad performance as well. So I think there's a chance there. Now look, look, I think 
think Penrith are going to blow them off the park. I think South Sydney are going to blow them off the park. They are both away as far as yeah, I can. Yeah, the two of them are away, yeah. yeah. Both away. And look, and I know they're not leaving Sydney, and especially with the Panthers are staying in West Sydney, but still. Um, and I know that Gold Coast Titans fixture is, is, is up in Seabus. So I, 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 I give them a chance against the Cowboys because they play the Cowboys up in Queen Bank a few weeks later. That could be a revenge game for the Cowboys. I yeah no I think the Dragons. I think I give them a chance against the Dragons. Right. So I think the Dragons. A chance, but it's not a big one. <laughs> no. it's, not a, it's not a big no, chance no, I'm no, giving. No, no, no. But if they have to win one, that's the one they're going to win. Could you see them um, going twenty? What's the how many fixtures? They'll get a win. They'll get a win somewhere. Um, but where? Um, they'll and it, it, do you know what? It could be a shock win. It could be when the pressure comes on when we're getting down to the final eight if the Broncos do it the Broncos did last year that's a perfect side that they'd knock off a side that was ironed on for the final eight uh, or the top eight and it just come unstuck um, moving on probably a, a, the game at, at large this this uh, conversation is so look it's, it's reported the source is Fox League it's sometimes it's it's quite tabloid-esque but there's rumours of a salary cap increase next season. No, there is going to be a salary cap increase next season. But it's reported that Valandis is considering handing an additional $1 million in salary cap next season. Does this speak to fears of a union pillage of league stars? Or is it just how the game's going? Because it's been successful in the past few seasons. Well, I think Rugby Australia have no, uh, no qualms about of, of being vocal with their, <laughs> with their targets. So I think the writing's on the wall for them if they want to keep their main stars. Like, yeah, and it, like I suppose the reason that I, I sparked this debate is this story dropped Monday that they were thinking of this, and then this morning I don't know if you've seen it. Storm announced a massive new contract for Nas, who was one of those that was being heavily linked. Yeah, I just I think it's. Rugby Australia is under a lot of pressure. Um, you can see a 17 league with a high caliber of athlete there. Um, and you think like the not even the caliber, it's the system they come through at a young age. Like they are all professionals at from 15 all the way through. Like so, it just shows you. Yeah. Whereas the the school rugby in Australia, the union side isn't as isn't as professional as the league sides. Yeah, no, and I get that, but then like you do have to look at some of the talent that league has has pillaged, for want of a better phrase, like Cameron Murray, Luke Carey, Joseph Suwali. They're all union schools. Them boys went to. But that's what he's and saying that, that the union sides wouldn't give them the contracts. Oh, fair That's fact. what Sorry. they were saying. Angus Crichton was tipped, but they were. He was told that he wouldn't debut until he was twenty three, like. But yet he was out with the Roosters at nineteen or whatever. So it just showed you. Yeah. yeah. They're in them setups much much earlier than say the like of the union lads. Which is fair. Um, yeah, look, it's. In, I think the salary cap is needed. That jump is 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 needed. Especially um, if the 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 game itself is being so well published and and the television rights are so big, like and stuff like that, and 
supposedly they have new contracts coming in like so I think the teams need that as well yeah they need to look if they're ever going to it's a big ask but if they're ever going to break the third wall and kind of get through to the general sports fan akin to how NFL and NBA have, have come to these shores in the last 20 years then they need to be locking down those superstars the superstars, yeah. superstars yeah ultimately it's a superstar yeah. like that's gonna that's gonna break the yoke like you look at anyone like MJ and John Lomu and stuff like that they were always they were bigger than the sport nearly Big, and yeah. then they got eyes in the sport then yeah fair um, yeah timers just gone there so um, my next stop will be Roosters this morning uh, look really good the first half didn't look too great in the second half it's as their season is going they don't disappoint but they're as, as you say with Manly their inconsistency is their consistency <laughs> uh, Robinson went for Manu in centre like and ultimately he did look good and he did his job of running the ball hard and stuff like that and what a big six you want like oh, you're out for Kiri mm. but then you look at the kicking stats and they only kicked 325 metres their average for the season was 500 and something metres so Kiri's not the one that's going to kick you around the back either like. so I think there's a bigger problem with this like yeah there's there's arguably a few problems I think and but like in all fairness you write that team down on paper go through it name by name and you'll be like how is this team not up one two or three in, in the in the the ladder yeah um, yeah I wonder <laughs> yeah look I think I've said it a few times already I, I I think it might be something akin to what's going on with, with the Panthers and that again there's a lot of players who've gone to they may not have gone to grand finals but they've they've made finals in the like and gone heavy deep in them maybe not last season they're not there but the bunnies postseason and stuff like that they've they've got a lot of volume on a lot of those players legs they might even be old but in terms of miles in the clock mileage in the legs a lot of those players have gone the distance and and gone it multiple times and then you just look at how long Trent Robertson's there and it's kind of it's something I'd, I'd bring up with Ricky in that like maybe that voice is just getting old in the dressing room. Yeah, I think he's he's not like Bellamy where or Wayne Bennett that he brings in your like you don't really assistant hear the coach. assistant coaches that come out of the roosters or I know is it Riles is there, Jack is it Jack mm. Riles there? But he's been there for yeah. about three years now, so like he, And everyone else then in the background staff is, is ex players, yeah. So it's the same voices you heard when they were giving out mm. to you on the field, <laughs> now they're giving out to you from mm. the box. <laughs> you know that way. Yeah, and I just yeah maybe look maybe it's it's a call maybe it's like you move off like some long term pieces like Jared Hargreaves, um, and players of that ilk, or maybe it's it's just new voices or just a new but it needs something new the Roosters I think it just like they bought in the key the marquee signing obviously was Hectic Cheese he's not been great no um I'm very comfortable saying that. But arguably, it was he's just a more expensive Victor Rad- Radley. Well, I think Victor um, Radley's days, if he doesn't if he doesn't put his head in, are a little bit numbered, or he's a glorified uh, lock. He's not a thirteen. Yeah. He's not a ball playing thirteen. Yeah. No, I I I tend to agree with you there. I think 
I think Victor Ragley is, is ultimately gone and I think ultimately Hector Cheese I don't care what you say I know he wants to play hooker to get paid like a hooker but I think he's he's better off as a Lucy yeah I think he will, will work so. better and especially with Jake Turbin at, at the, it's time to give him a chance maybe yeah yeah um yeah, but look, we're desperately needing a change. Um, but you're brave enough to make a call on Walker. Why are you not brave enough to make a call on these boys? I, t- I think that's a loyalty thing, and that's where it backs down to potentially a new voice or a new a new head. Maybe even that assistant coach that's not linked to the players has no problem dropping the like of these boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of maybe the boomerang effect of my last point about the, the salary cap increase and keeping stars in the game. This is a player that's gone to Union and is now making his way back. Uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Um, he's on his way back, announced he's back. I don't know when he's actually back. Is he back? He's back at, next the end, yeah, this, at, at the end of this Union season, I think. Okay. So, he's coming back. Yeah. So, ultimately, not a successful sojourn. Um, I wonder how many Kiwi stars we've had now go to the Auckland Blues and come back. Obviously, Benji went to the Auckland wasn't Blues. Wasn't great. Well. Wasn't great. <laughs> no, that was, that was terrible watching. But you kind of could predict that. He was too small <laughs> to play Union. Um, it's too hard to hide in Union sometimes. But look, RTS is back. And given he's kept him out of, few. of, the, of the start inside previously at the Warriors, do we feel the return of, of RTS will have a devastating impact for Charles and Nick and Klukstad. I don't think oh. I don't think this morning oh, it wasn't this morning it was Monday morning was it that it was announced I don't think he woke up happy <laughs> no I was just like in my head I was unless just he like, knew how that he this display? I heard that supposedly that he wasn't going back to full back he was going to go into the centre or something like that so RTS RTS going into centre I think now that's where he's saying in Union like, but I, see how long that lasts yeah I think if it if he starts to have the form he had a full back running through people but look the, the thing the thing you'd say about RTS return is it, it's it, it's come as no secret I mean there was even rumours he was going to end up with the Chucks before the start of the season yeah, so yeah. it's there was it's, always that there was always that talk of him coming back so like look, we know ultimately it's, it's not been a successful sojourn um, and look maybe that would like maybe that could be one of the better things for the NRL is a lot of players be looking at this going you know it's not it's not as and it's not like he didn't have the chances. He was given chances to, to, to shine and he actually got capped in the All Blacks like, and ultimately yeah. he wasn't the player that we all thought he was going to be. I, well, I didn't think he was going to be the player in rugby, rugby league player that he was in, in Union, especially where he was going, as in into centres. Like. But, uh, yeah. I also think they got him late in that. Like, yeah. I think he had kind of lost a step. Lost that wasn't as explosive. Um, like, RTS at the root, like yeah, look, was good at the Warriors. Yeah, the, the last two years of the Roosters, like he was ridiculous. Yeah, just he could dance in a phone box yeah. and yeah. take you for chips. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, may, look, maybe that's a maybe the more senior NRL players would look at that and go, Do you know what? Maybe it's not for me. Maybe yeah, it can it's be hard to, to come yeah, but back. It's, it's a great, it's a great buy for say the Warriors and rugby league. I think I think rugby league ultimately wins out with this trade. Yeah, they they could ultimately be getting him back. I haven't seen the contract details, but they could ultimately get him back far cheaper than they let him go for, given um, what we now know. Um, perfect. So that's uh, four tackle for this week. Moving on, we've got 
quick, quick fire round nine matchups. The boy this week after an impressive performance this morning. Haven't fully seen the game. We'll watch it back after we finish recording. It is a work day in Ireland. We don't get a holiday for Anzac Day, unfortunately. Um, is the Melbourne Storm. So I think it is yourself first. Yeah, so Thursday at 10 to 11, the Sharks take on the Cowboys at, at Point Bet Stadium. The Sharks are $1.27 favourites to $3.80 for the Cowboys. Mm, I think, I know the Cowboys won and they've just scraped through. I think the Sharks, as we say, these are are going to get better as the season goes and, and they're just going to tip on. I think the Sharks will win this game at 15 points, I think, by especially at home yeah fair yeah um, yeah no, I, I don't see this being the, like obviously this is a finals matchup and, a, and an epic finals last matchup year, yeah. uh, last week I don't uh, last year sorry I don't see it being being that kind of a matchup um, so yeah I, I tend to agree with you yeah Sharky's Sharky's by a by a lot by a by a, by a dozen anyway probably a baker's dozen um, next up your Friday 9 o'clock fixture from Combank Stadium Sydney and uh, it's 9am obviously Irish time the 13th placed Eels against the 12th place Knights um, yeah look form guide it's kind of all in favour of, of Para I think Para are probably a lot closer to Newcastle this season than they've been in previous seasons uh, I think it'll play tight but I think ultimately the Eels are going to win this one I'd, I'm backing like a six point a six point victory it won't um, be a blow as you say like. won't be a blow they just don't have the points no, and that's so. arguably what's killing the Eels is they just don't have the points and the, their defence is kind of it's lacking a bit well they always had issues with their defence but given who they play how um but I just think it's it's the the fact the points have slowed down. Hodgson plays a slower game. Mm. Yeah, they're not as quick as they were last year, like with the attacks. So yeah, as you said, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I go with you. The Eels still in this one, but as you say, the Knights will push them all away. Yeah. Uh, the next game Friday one o'clock. Oh, uh, sorry, eleven o'clock in Suncorp Stadium. The Broncos take on the Souths. For once in Suncorp Stadium, the Broncos are not favourites. <laughs> They're dollar ninety five to Dorado's dollar eighty five, which is interesting. But as you said, the win last week would buy the the sets up. Uh, I think the odds probably tell you the story of this. I think that the Dorado, Dorado's will come into this uh, bouncing from the win at Panthers. I still think the Broncos at home are favourites. I think the way they're playing and, and that, that place up there is a, is a 14th man for them. So I think the Broncos will scrape through this. I think if this if they win this, they are very close to being second, third favourite in the competition. I think they are finalists if they can get through this one. I think there's, there's something about this fixture. I know Wayne's no longer at the Bunnies and obviously Andy Seabold's no longer at the Broncos, but over the past few years there's been a bit of a rivalry built up over that whole kind of relationship and do you know what I think this is if if you've got recording ca- capabilities record this game I think it's going to be a game you're going to go back and, and want to rewatch again well I think um, yeah you're not going to watch the highlights I think the full game needs to be watched in this one watch and, and maybe watched again in a month's time mm. I think it's it could be like arguably top 5 game of the season um, but I'm back in the bunnies in this one 
I just think we've said it a few times the Broncos just show that kind of youth sometimes and, and, and look they, they, they can blow you away with points but they've not really given a complete performance just yet and I think they will need to give a complete performance to beat the Bunnies yeah, I, I agree with you with that I think but the, the confidence of youth as well is another thing I think these yeah. lads if they're on form and, and they get on top of you it's very hard to slow them down yeah um, but yeah I'm back in the old dog I'm not back in the old dog agree to disagree on that one um, this is strange when I'm, I'm surprised to see this uh, Raiders Dolphins 6am Saturday morning in my head this was going to fuel my deadlift session especially given how the last one went and it's it's out in the country it's in McDonald's Park in Wagga Wagga Raiders open up as sizable favourites uh, $1.64 to Dolphins $2.27 not 100% sure I'm not don't seem to be able to get the team lists um, so I'm not sure if there's a probably because of Anzac Day they're, they're going to be announced late yeah. Uh, especially given Jack's announcement, I don't know. Maybe he's going to ball out, and maybe that's what the the punters are predicting. But uh, look, I would be backing the Raiders purely out of like blind, blind faith and <laughs> like support. Um, but I think the obvious choice here is to back the, the Dolphins. I think you you back the inform team. I think the Dolphins are the inform team. I don't know what the travel might be. I don't know where Walla Walla is. <laughs> it's the middle of nowhere. And is this? So is it? It's in New South Wales. New South Wales, so it's not. It's not in the capital. It's not in the capital. Yeah, no. yeah. It's not that far of a travel either for them. Then, so I think you back the inform and the Dolphins are your inform team. Yeah, look, I'm going to back the Raiders because I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, no other reason. That's it. So then, the next one on, on Saturday is at half eight. Manly take on the Titans at four point of oh, four points park. Uh, Manly are dollar forty eight to Titans two dollar sixty five. Which is a big enough favourite as well. Uh, yeah, I just think the way the Titans imploded there against the, the Dolphins, that's where we get the, the odds from. And Manny was taking away there, getting victories, not playing incredible stuff, but still being able to get away and, and put teams away. So I would go with Manny on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the Titans have just they've kind of let us down in a few spots. Let us down against the Broncos, obviously let us down last week. Mm. I think, I think the there's a lot changing the fullback and stuff like that as I said like yeah yeah you're a <laughs> lover boy um, no I think the Titans have so much to like about them and then so much where they, they just, they're still the Titans yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, uh, but look they're up against an inconsistent side so I wouldn't be shocked if the Titans did pull off an upset no. um, yeah look I'm not going to insult the listener too much next up is Penrith versus the West Tigers just to give you an idea, this again is in the country. It's in uh, Bathurst. It opens up at a dollar seventeen Panthers, five dollars ten for the West Tigers. I think the only opportunity West Tigers have against Penrith is if they play them in an Origin window, and I just, I yeah, I think Panthers will be scorned after losing to the Bunnies, given that they they are great control of that game, and then it was a phenomenal finish to that game it's probably the worst just time for the, the Tigers to get the Panthers after getting bet last week absolutely <laughs> it's absolutely. not fair uh, the only thing that could make this worse 
is that the West Tigers got a bug and were forced to play Tim Sheen's at prop. It's the <laughs> only thing that could make this fixture worse. Um, but look, yeah, no, backing the Panthers and backing them by a distance. Yeah, and they are with uh, First game on Sunday then. Uh, the Warriors take on the Roosters in Mount Smart Stadium. Uh, the Warriors are $2.65 to the Roosters $1.48. I find that hard the way the Roosters are are, are playing I think the Warriors at home are a different breed as well especially after Covid and stuff like that their fans get behind them and they will fill that stadium out so and they're, go, and they're going well and yeah, so the, it's the, even easier again they're probably in better form than, than the Roosters are ultimately uh, as you say you have to put your colours to the flag at some stage <laughs> and this is the season that I picked the Roosters to put my colours to which I don't know if it's the downturn in form, <laughs> but I'd have to cut the roosters just to be. Oh, it's hurt me. It hurts me. Maybe, maybe it's showing you. Maybe it's kind of showing you what it's like to be a fan. And yeah. um, for once, supposed to I like the players. Uh, um, I think I think the cost though. I think that price for the Warriors is probably the look of recent form. They they lost the night. know they beat the Cowboys, but they lost against the yeah. Storm. So it's one win the last three. Um, I think this game screams golden point. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be the first one of the season anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it absolutely reeks of golden point, and I probably do you know what I, I fancy the Warriors. I think if it goes to golden point, I'd fancy Sean Johnson over whatever halves partnership the Roosters are going with at this moment in time. Yeah, we'll see now later on. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. See when team lists are announced maybe tomorrow. Um, and finally. Um, yeah look not a good game um, Dragons and the Doggies you will be forgiven for if you've got yourself up 7.05 on Sunday you'll be forgiven for rolling back over to be honest with you 7.05 Irish time from Wynn Stadium um, it's close enough uh, Dragons $1.75 Doggies $2.08 I if memory serves the Dragons are hard bet in Wollongong um, they go well there it's beside the coast they, they know how to play the wind in that stadium I would love to back the doggies for an upset but I just think the Dragons will get the chocolates this weekend just something said that to me yeah it, as you say like it, the two two don't much too much uh, I'd love, as you say I'd love to see the, the dogs do a, do a number on the Dragons I just think the Dragons are a team that are they're the same team every year. They're going, oh, just do something. And the Bulldogs are trying to be that team. Like they're trying to, they're trying to get mm. to that mountain. Like they're trying to start climbing the mountain. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just think the Dragons at home, especially in that stadium, they just know how to, to play that. So I go with the Dragons. Yeah, fair. The Storms on the bye yeah. this week. Storms, storm. I back the Storm against the bye. Yeah. To be fair. Uh. Yeah, look, it's it's something we're gonna have to get used to the the amount of buys with the additional side. I think it's the 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 five rounds is uh, the fifth round. What is it now? This is round eight. I think it's thirteen or fourteen where there's four or five of them on the buy. Is it? Yeah, it's an origin. It's an origin that, that's yeah. what we're more used to. Yeah. yeah. Um, as opposed to a buy every weekend, because uh, we're only even number of teams. Um, yeah, look, that's. Uh, that's all for me. I think that's me done too. Thank you and good night. Good night.
minutes to go. Eight points all. Played to Kiri. Veers down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Gibson to the net. 